0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy. what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
1: What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13. Stevens grabs the rebound, and Mitchell now trots into the fork where it works on Brog and crosses. Boom! Oh!
1: Oh, what a thunderous dunk. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL.
0: Big win last night. NBA on a Tuesday here on MG. Here at BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. With Paul Asset, I'm Jim Rodriguez sitting in for Aaron and Joe. Eight games in the association tonight. Some big names not Going to get into the lineup tonight. We'll get into that as well. And, Paul, let's start with uh, the Sixers and the Wolves, which is probably the marquee matchup of the night. And for Philly, man, the schedule makers really don't – haven't been really giving them much help. I mean, they were, they were in L.A. Uh, they, actually, they were in Miami. Big win here. Then they had to go to Dallas the next day and got clobbered. They're in Indiana last night. Gave up 143. Now they find themselves in Minnesota on the back-to-back tonight. Uh, interesting, interesting matchup. and Not a lot of defense e- expected in this game tonight.
1: No, and I think my first look would be the T-Wolves. I'm seeing some twos, some two-and-a-halves. Just the back-to-back with the Sixers. I, I guess the total could definitely be worth a look, too, at 230-and-a-half. Um It's just I want to take a look, a little bit of a look at the Wolves in the bigger picture for a second, though. If the season ended today, and there's still a lot to shake out, but they are the sixth seed, and they are 125, as high as 125 to one to win the West. Now, Hmm. if again, if if the season ended today, I would like their path. That is what I will say. So three six, they would draw the Kings, who they just beat, and they're two and one against this season. The loss was an overtime. And then they'd face the winner of the two seven, which would be going through the, the down the bottom side of the bracket. Grizzlies as the two. So let's let's pencil the Grizzlies in. Everything going on down there with job. Ja- by the way, can we talk about I saw this on Twitter yesterday. I had to start laughing. Jaw warrant. That was that one got me a bit. I was that one got me. That was pretty good. Anyway, so like some issues in Memphis. Now, I know there's a lot of love for the Clippers out there. Their odds are still pretty short, but with that number and again, <laughs> such a unique just be because- back. They've got Mike Conley in the mix now, a veteran guard who's been through some of these playoff wars. Obviously, you got a guy that can just light it up in uh, Ant Man. So I just, I'm intrigued. I'm not placing that bet today. I think Conley was a great get at the trade deadline, but I'm intrigued because, again, if the season ended today, four or five, you've got Suns facing the Warriors, and maybe the Suns will creep up the standings a little bit and end up in the two or three, and then this conversation is a little tougher. But if they're their life, other out, then they go face the Nuggets. And the team Timberwolves, if they get past the Kings, are dealing with like the Grizzlies of the world or the Mavs. I guess the Clippers would be the team that you wouldn't want to see if they play their way out of the plane into like the seven seed. But that is, that is intriguing to me. That is what I'm watching uh, in the West right now. And then as far as tonight, yeah, I, I think I would look at the Wolves and maybe that. Well, I'll ask you, on the second half of back to back, are you a little bit worried about the Sixers' legs not being there as much and as far as the total goes, like being able to get up and down and well, points?
0: Yeah, I mean listen, they gave up a hundred and forty three to the Pacers last night. Granted, they scored 147. Um, but you almost wonder why you know what kind of what kind of legs they're going to have tonight, and the Wolves haven't played since Saturday, so immediately that's the first thing that jumps out at you that you've got a rusted re- a Minnesota team. Who, by the way, they're kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth. Mike Conley was saying how this is the first club he's played on where everybody plays defense at all positions. I don't know if that's more of a jab toward his Utah days. Um, but you're saying everybody plays defense, and then they go out and they gave up 134 to the Sacramento Kings. Granted, they scored 138, but this is not – 229 and a half on a back-to-back with a rested Wolves team against a bad Philly defense. I kind of like the total over 229 and a half, and I'll definitely take Minnesota laying the two and a half. But I'm just i not convinced that the defense is for real in Minnesota, despite all the talk and despite of Rudy Gobert and despite Mike Conley's playing it up. Because to me, if you have to talk about it, there's a problem with it, I think. So it's an interesting matchup tonight, especially coming off – of the uh, the back to back and you, if you have money line, money line you a little juice, but it's one thirty five. That might be the best way to sort of ease your mind at the whole thing. Just take
1: the Wolves' Lane one thirty five. And I think what you could do, if you, if you want to play the money line, you can probably wait for a swing in the game where the Sixers get ahead at some point, and then you get a lot closer to even money, or maybe even get some plus money. And if it's like the Sixers jump out by 15, then you can wait and see if it becomes a game again. Like, I was at the Suns bulls game uh, last Friday, begrudgingly so. I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I had some friends that wanted to go see <laughs> Durant, and we had a whole conference. What? Free ticket? No, no, I tried that route. That was the other <laughs> thing. It was like, it was supposed to snow, <laughs> couldn't get the hookup on tickets, but we ended up getting like a oh, yeah. decent price. So. And I was glad because now I have one foot and it's going to be a lot tougher to get around. So I'm glad I got out of the house while I could. And there was no snow. So everything worked out. But the point of this story being, you know, the Suns, a friend who laid the, I think it was, it was like two and a half or three and a half. It was a pretty short number. We were both surprised. It was three and a half. And the Suns jump out immediately, of course. And then all of a sudden, it's a tie game at halftime. So that's when I played the Suns money line at like minus one twenty five, and they won by like twenty. So just to say, mm. you can you can wait for a spot like that, kind of see the flow of the game as well, and maybe not pay the one thirty five minus one thirty five pregame money line, and maybe get a better price if that's the way you want to go. But I understand definitely the the idea of just trying to play for the win, as opposed to, to you know laying a couple points and end up on the wrong side. I've got two words for you, Paul Aspen.
0: Bing bong. Bing bong. The New York Knickerbockers at home at the world's most famous arena. Nine-game winning streak hosting the Charlotte Hornets tonight, laying nine and a half points.
1: I see a 10. And by the way, uh, I just saw the Timberwolves minus two jump to three. So there's still some two and a halves out there, but just as a FYI. I see – so – Yeah, I see a ten. Hornets getting ten. They're not good. This is not have we not (laughs) gone too far? Come on. Like, and I I want, you know, Jalen Brunson missed the last game. He's he's got a foot too. So he's got you know, we're all in this together. Um, (laughs) I need I would like to watch him continue to play well. I'm holding a most uh, improved player ticket, so would like to see that continue to happen. Ten points. The Knicks are laying ten points. That just seems like a lot. That seems like a lot. And nine game, nine wins in a row. And maybe they win by twenty because Charlotte's not good. Yeah, but and man, and no, I think I. Yeah. May I, I you, might, may I convince you? May I convince you? No, so 10. I'll say this. I'm not laying 10 points. I'm not laying 10 <laughs> points. I'm not coming close to laying 10 points. If I do anything, <laughs> I'll be taking the 10. Or maybe there's a first-half play. Maybe that's an option, too. But this is this is something with the Knicks. I mean, like I said, this is the height of the market, uh, which will only can continue to climb if they continue to to make this run. Um, again, I've got, I've got that first-round Cavs-Knicks. At the Garden for half the series. I mean, that is Ooh, a playoff game. Mitchell, the look yeah, can't beat it. Throw it back to the Big East tournament. Used to be back at MSG this week. It was the best. It was awesome.
0: See, but I, you I like would, the Knicks.
1: I like the Knicks, but
0: ten feels like a lot. I would almost look at a Knicks team total against a bad defensive Charlotte Hornet team. I think that, I would sort of look into that. To see where you can find it, you know, the Knicks are scoring. You know, they're scoring a lot of points during during this win streak. Uh, 122 points a game of their last 10 games and It's a bad Charlotte defense. I would almost see if you can find you know, the Knicks a uh, team total point number and kind of roll with that something. Easy. Is more interesting than laying the laying the ten points and hoping that the Knicks can continue to score. Interesting game out in L.A. Uh, real quick, real quick, one, yeah. one eighteen
1: and a half.
0: Oh, over all the way, over, over, over. I think, I think that's a, that. To me, that's that's what I'm going with. I mean, if they're everything a buck twenty-two against a bad Hornets team who doesn't play a lot of defense, and we you know we talked about it yesterday on the show with Aaron. The Knicks are about to go on a West Coast road trip, so they, you know, they're going to want to, get on, you know, leave on a good note to try to continue. Because remember, they go to they go to Sacramento, which is going to be a hell of a game, by the way. Knicks Kings Thursday night out in Cal Country. They got two games in L.A. back to back. Granted, there's no travel, but they got the Clippers and Lakers on a Saturday and Sunday, and then they go to Portland. So that's a it's a nice little stretch for the Knicks. But that Thursday game, who would have thought a Knicks Kings game? Would be something that I wouldn't want to sit down and watch, and that's coming up Thursday night up up in the capital city of Sacramento. All right, Grizzlies Lakers tonight, Paul. No Ja, no LeBron. Yeah. Interest and no Stephen Adams, by the way. He's out as well. Uh, apparently, you know, too much that 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 player meeting that 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 he called out. And I found it interesting that the big call out from Stephen Adams. Other than the elephant in the room, which is Jaw, is that y'all need to start behaving yourselves on the road. That that because clearly that's what the, there, there's a huge discipline problem for the Grizzlies. Now, before we get into the game itself, I wanted to, I saw something that really caught my attention, and I wanted to get your thought on this, and 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 we'll open it up to the room and even to the to the, to the chat. The Grizzlies have a six game lead in their division. They're minus seven fifty to win the division. The Mavericks, who can't get out of their own way, have 17 games left and are plus 450 to win the division. think the Grizzlies would cough this up. think they could figure it out. Think the Dallas can figure it out, or Memphis considers to slide. Would you be interested in Dallas winning that division plus 450?
1: Let's see. So they are... Six games left, and they've
0: got about 17 games. They're six back, and they got 17 games left.
1: Or is that that's are they too far gone? A of, that's a lot of ground to make up. How many head-to-heads do they have left? And what's the head-to-head been like so far? So let's see. So Dallas, they beat the Grizzlies early in the season. They... Scrolling down. So they... Ah! So they got a back-to-back coming up with Memphis this weekend. Saturday, Monday. So you got... And we don't know so the Mavs are... Yeah, I would say, I would say unlikely, man. If this is, this is the spot to hit the Grizzlies if this is going to happen, because you've got them um, twice. As you got Saturday, Monday at Memphis, Saturday, and then Monday at home, and then the following Monday, the twentieth at Memphis again. I mean, there's I've seen, um, like, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that Ja is gone for an extended period of time. Like, I don't know if it's the rest of the season, but like I, I wouldn't be shocked, I'd put it that way, if one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, for the next – today's the seventh for the next two weeks. If he's – and these are – those are home games. At least one of them's a home game. That's interesting. So, yeah. if they so, – I mean, yeah, this isn't like baseball where divisions are so important.
0: I mean, you're yeah, right. And the seedings, but – at the end of the day, you know, I always laugh when I go to an arena and I see Southeast Division champions or Northwest Division champions. You're like, oh, okay, whatever. That's nice. You know, congratulations. But I don't know. I, I, I think for Memphis, their bigger worry is they're only a half a game ahead of Sacramento for the third seat for, for the second seed in the West.
1: Right. I The only reason I am considering this is because of the three head to head matchups. <laughs> But that is, that's very interesting. And yeah, like Memphis is a one point dog tonight. And the Mavs have the Jazz at home is nine and a half point favorites. So Grizzlies are one and a half point dogs against the Lakers. Hmm. I think how much worse is the number going to get between now and Friday? Sorry. Now and Saturday. Because I'm just wondering if you could wait if things, if like Memphis again, if they, if it's the same spot heading into Saturday, mm-hmm. something to think about. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah.
0: By the way, plus, plus 105 Grizzlies money line, by the way. I know they're getting a point and a half, they're getting a point tonight, but. If you're, if you're if you're into into that all right let's take a break when we come back christian cipollini from betmgm is going to join us talk a little action bing bong
1: we'll be right back with betql daily presented by bets mgm on the betql network